You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Patrick. Morning, Joe. Good morning. Yeah, Joe's on tour. Joe's on tour and he looks good on tour. Yeah. It's tropical up there. It is, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I feel like we start often talking about weather, but it like we got nailed from the heavens last night up here. Um, you know, in terms, in terms of the rain, but this morning it's uh, it's clearing. It looks fine, and um, it's nice to uh, yeah, it's nice to be in Queensland. Now let's shoot straight for a second here. Right. Joe has yeah. actually left Victoria because Victoria is in its biggest weekend of the year, the AFL Grand Final, and the Cats, Geelong Cats, are in the Grand Final, and Joe has left the state. Um, I have, yes. Left the state. He's a Hawks supporter. So this is a rivalry for everyone listening overseas who doesn't understand what we're talking about. This is Australia's greatest game. And and Joe's left the state because we made a bet um, a year ago. Uh, Uh, Over, I think, yeah. Yeah, It's been a little longer, a year and a half, maybe. Yeah. A year and a quarter. So Joe was optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) I was. Um, My read on the scenario is that Joe actually wants to come across because the bet was whoever loses has to wear the um, other team's jersey for a month. And the bet was that one team will beat the other team to winning the cup. Yes. We're a shot yes. at, at doing that. And you are? Would, yeah. We um, we didn't even make the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, you are um, – yeah. we did make finals. Yeah. We no. won't even mention their name because they're actually getting a internal, internal review external has brought upon themselves they're in disrepute um nearly bringing the whole league down this, i just have to take this at this point in time so it's I? a whole it's other terrible and it's a very serious one i'm not trying to make the mickey out of that one but um i'm trying to also lift the cats up and i think it's a good time maybe for joe to actually take the proposition seriously if the cats win and and wear it with pride and maybe continue wearing that because joe came over to these great shores australia um, and he saw the brown and gold. They won the, the game, um, the grand final. He said, oh, this is the gravy train. Let's stick on these. And we can all forgive him for making a wrong decision when he landed here. But <laughs> this is his <laughs> come Come around and see the light. So uh, yeah. in about a week's time when we record this, hopefully we'll be back in Shank Anchors and <laughs> Joey. <laughs> I might be appearing wearing my, wearing my jersey. But I'm also I'm equally optimistic that Pat is going to be eating swan pie um, come uh, Saturday, and then also on the on this podcast and in other forums um, in the coming in the coming week. So it is a bit of a deal with the devil um, on my end. There's no doubt when uh, you have to cheer for the swans to uh, to beat the <laughs> beat the cats. But this is where I find myself. So. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm a little excited. bit nervous. A little bit nervous. It could be a silver lining for Joe, like I said in outline. There it could be a way to jump ship and rectify a bad decision that is sort of putting him on the path um, to the wrong roads and the wrong destination. But here we are. We're talking about yes. mobile phones and why they're dead and mm-hmm. what they give us today. We sort of thought. Dissect what the phone actually is, because we promised last episode to sort of talk about the tech that's that's leading us out of the mobile phone, or like it could be just expanding it or 
changing it from what we know. It's not necessarily we've made the argument that it's not a it's not a future tech that's going to carry with us how we understand it now. We're not going to be looking at it how we are interacting it with it, how we how we are at the moment. No. And and I suppose today, using today to really dial in around what are the key components of that and then what are the components outside of the mobile phone that are pushing us to look elsewhere for that connectivity. Mm, mm. And I th- so I think it's important to start with like what makes a mobile phone work. So if you kind of look at the layers that go across where we are, there's there's broadly three things. So it's it's first it's about connectivity. So the mobile phone wouldn't be possible without the kind of the, the switching technology 4G, 5G, etc. that allows large packets of data to be transferred across across the air. So that's kind of that was like the first kind of freeing part that's kind of led to the devices we have today. The second thing is actually the the competition power that actually is in a phone um you know if you kind of they've got more power than well broadly they're the equivalent to a laptop these days in terms of what you can actually do on a on a phone if you have the right phone um and you just you decide to put it to those tasks and the third part is then really about the interface that's been designed so if you think about the way that we engage with um, mobile phones a lot of it is about swiping typing and looking right so um, you ask any kind of uh, person involved in kind of um, physical therapy and they will tell you like that's the you know the change in the conditions for people now when they present with like you know shoulder injuries used to be because you were working outside you know working in a factory whatever most shoulder injuries these days are because people are constantly um, slightly neck down looking at their their device so I think when we think about kind of what's going to change it's it's understanding kind of what's going on in connectivity what's actually going on in the way that we want to be able to compute and kind of um, realize and end the interface and that's why i think you know the the mobile device era as it stands today basically a locked box that we put in our um, in our pocket um yeah i think we're both calling time on that over the next over the next little while yeah we're really it's really being the door and we're actually opening that door now and walking through yeah. That's sort of a good way to summarise what's happening. And the ask in the future, it's not too far ahead, is really how do you walk into that door and start interacting in it a more 3D way? And that's sort of breaking down from that immersive and then also that mixed reality and then sense. And and we were talking off here, the ask really is to mirror that digital like world that we're here so it's workplace whether you're in construction or whether you're in knowledge work or on health work or, or any skew of sort of work really related tasks feels like it's going to have maybe three environments now one it could just have pure location no digital interaction one that's mixed and one that's completely virtual and then maybe even different service offerings for that or different elements that that skew that to that industry but then exactly. the ask of the tech is how do you deliver that and is is the phones is what is the device that helps that but it's more than is it just the one device or is it several is is somewhere where i haven't landed like meta i think is trying to claim it with its oculus but i don't think it's going to nail that no uh, no but i think a lot of it is i think that the players you know so like if you think through kind of who's enabled like as our ability for the networks to work like a lot of that is like people like cisco ericsson uh huawei um 
um, comes with free um, free Chinese buying. Um, you know, a lot of these technologies that that have been built have have been really about kind of how we how we switch in data. So if you look, for example, at Ericsson, Ericsson's really interesting in what they're trying to do around limitless connectivity. So they're they're actually trying to commercialize this idea um, around kind of how we have an internet that you don't need to separate between firewalls, even what goes on inside the organization and outside the organization. So they're trying to kill the idea of intra and extra, whereas you've got other people much more like a kind of like satellite-based internet or kind of Starlink sort of device-based net that are trying to future net or trying to kind of look at how we almost have them as like wall sockets everywhere so that it's uh, you know the idea that you can basically anywhere you are there'll be a self-generating kind of inter internet of of some of some description so the the layers that we're starting to see in that the reason why they kind of point towards it a deviceless future in terms of kind of the one that we actually have today is because to do a lot of those tasks you you can rock up in anything because a lot of the kind of the 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 way that you can engage you can engage with a wall right to be able to actually do the task you can engage um, i'm sitting out in a park this morning having this chat with pat and you know i could be rather than needing to drag my laptop and the sundries across here i could just simply have just rocked up and it would be here because it would be in, fr in front of me now of course we're going to need to carry something to authenticate us etc but the trajectory of this is that's where it's starting starting to head in terms of actually how the ability for the data to sit with you and switch and move not need to sit in a place is really really interesting yeah, it's so fascinating. And you paint that picture well in terms of where you are located now and, and how that may look in the future. And then touch on that real important piece. And that is breaking down the server that is serving, like that is pretty much the story of the internet. The server was one, the server was a few elite universities, the server's still a few elite somethings, entities. Yeah. And now it's being pushed to be carried the load across and sort of make the internet more like the true oxygen it is and, exactly. and trees yeah. Yeah. being the, the carriers. Um, and there are some really interesting interesting players in there. The other key piece to that is data storage because at the moment what's happening is we're breaking down. It's no longer data lakes. It's no longer like cloud computing. But the real ask to carry the load is, is sort of this, I can't remember the term, but broken. So different so different uh and it's enabled by blockchain so you can break it down and different people with different computing capabilities carry that load yep. in an encrypted manner and it can be called upon at any time very fast it really helps the speed of being able to call on that data as well because it can live a lot closer to you in terms Correct. of actual and then also can be if you imagine it like a brain the neurons are firing you, you speak to any psychologist when you try and get work done on yourself and they always tell you that you need to rewire your brain to, to get those neurons firing if you're trying to work, work through a problem. Yeah. And that's a bit like what would happen when the distributed web's like that and cloud computing's no longer and it's a lot more held um, with many is where that data actually sits is in proximity to where it's being called upon. And it's quite fascinating that the, the, uh, the parallels with how our tech is moving and it's a creation obviously of humanity but how it's starting to mirror the brain of humanity and and also different networks and and it plays into what you're saying there around <coughs> that you come and plug into something so really the 
the tech in terms of what we imagine the phone in terms of the interface is a is a fascinating one because it's really going to, I suppose, revolutionise material to a degree or a port or a place. Like it's almost going to revert back to, in a weird way, but new, imagine like the cell, like the home phone or the, um, the public pay phone in a weird way, but it could be a wall. It could be anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. Yeah. And then it would, and it would almost follow that same iteration of being everywhere, but it would probably start with. Well, it's, it's your point you you made, like, I think about what is actually occurring, like what's the technology switch that is enabling us to kind of walk away from the, these constraints that we currently have. So you need a really good phone with a really good processor and a really good network because the data doesn't sit next to you and it's all high res video, et cetera, like what we consume. It's very eloquent where we've landed. You can sit and watch, you know, we're, we're literally having this conversation. I'm running this off a mobile phone, sitting in the middle of nowhere, having this conversation back and it's, crystal clear right and this is you know we're both getting high res video feeding back and forth and so you think that's a that's a wonderful thing but the the next step in in all of that is exactly what you're talking about which is it because blockchain technology allows us to break the need for everything to be kind of password protected or sitting somewhere it can sit anywhere because it authenticates itself in the space that it is that it's the real object Therefore, you start to see these breaking of this, what, um, yeah, like Ericsson, I think, kind of uses this term, which I really like, which is limitless um, connectivity. So the idea that kind of these technologies colliding allow us then to kind of anywhere we are, we're going to be able to interact and kind of work through. And so then that's really going to allow us to be much more, even if I'm not caring, I could have one device rather than two, you know, I could be running in different different directions, but the way that we could actually interact, it could just be a large scale screen that we fold up, take with us. It's all these things that people have spoken about for years, I think will start to come true because the the data and the load and the need to have the processor in terms of being able to do everything isn't going to necessarily be there. And that's such such a step forward. And then in the second step it enables is mirror um, mirror world so that you know you can actually sit there and work through through a problem which we're already starting to see. So like construction sites, you know, being able to foresee what happens in building the building in the physical world as well as in the virtual world to understand the problems before you actually happen so they're being able to basically run the scenario and be like all right if we do actually put that pipe the way the architect specified it it's going to end up in you know four layers time actually needing to be boxed in so let's not do that let's slightly change it as a just a very hacked example but that stuff is tangible and, and real. So it's kind of like you'll be interacting in that world to start to kind of really work with the with the um, material that you, rather than looking at plans through your phone while you're on site, you'd be interacting in this world, moving things around, seeing two worlds if you can. Yeah. And, and further on that point, like we're having a chat the other day, classic family chat, just about a service that is here in Australia and that's a health service. And it was amazing. Like, um, well, our daughter was got really cold really quick and we were really worried, like really stressed. Um, any parent out there I'm sure can relate to a moment. And there's a nurse on call here in Australia that you can call and you can get through pretty quick. So it's not ambulance, but it's someone to give you advice. Um, and Sonoran has a fair bit of, like my partner has a fair bit of training in like uh, she's studied midwifery, but like it's crazy how quickly everything goes out in the brain. And this nurse, just what she brought was this beautiful 
just calm perspective and being able to talk us through and not panic and not do anything stupid. And it was just amazing to be able to have that service for one and acknowledging that service is phenomenal. But then coupling that with sort of when you go into the clunky healthcare system at the moment, and that's worldwide and, and also what the pandemic's done to the healthcare system and, and how it really does need to reinvent itself in terms of its service, what it does across the board in terms of actually looking after people is phenomenal, but the ask and and that, and I suppose the hub centre for disease, like, and, and for infection is a, is a big question that's been put upon it now. It's like, well, we're sort of bringing all the sick people and also all the, um, all types of people here and, and exposing them. So there's like a big lift around what that actually will look like. And I think some of these services that exist on a phone are really like pointing the way of how to actually, why this is great and why it will matter. And it's up to people to figure out how to best enable that. And that's going to be a big one through what you were talking about, very similar with the construction industry. Same with knowledge work. It's going to, it's the ask now of knowledge work is really like, you know, how to build relationships and how to actually create value for people and how to actually collaborate. Do we need to be like, can we carry this working from home or working from anywhere? Exactly. Ethos? Are we coming back together? And I think the, the answer lies with in the application, within the technology, can we actually build something to enable it to be a bit better? And it seems like there's some big bets that are saying yes. And there's also some the other way, but each have vested interests. So, of course, they're going to be pointing <laughs> one way or the other. But um, 100%. The, the, the climate for it has never been more right for that to happen. They're very, very true. Cool. And I think that's where we're, you know, I think that's where we kind of have to take the conversation next is starting to think about the, the ways that the kind of the, the way that we actually kind of the change our interface and the way that it actually starts to work. And I think that's where we will need to start to take the conversation over the next kind of couple of episodes is around how those interfaces are actually shifting. Cause even what you're talking about there is that what you're using is basically it's the limitations of the way that you would actually kind of build that interface. But if you could both hop in a mirror world, you'd end up in a very, very different situation. Yeah, exactly. And it would be a very different outcome. Um, and, yeah, the possibilities, you know, we keep walking. I think that analogy of walking through the door that we've been talking to, we actually get to the other side and start to build. Um, we really start to build a complete different reality on the other side of what that is and, and meaningfully collaborate on that is is a huge unlock for, for a lot of people if we can enable the technology to not just be for the few but for the many. Exactly. And that's us because then we really do become a global economy who can really make change. Like that's the interesting thing that's happening now. It's not happening from Silicon Valley. A lot of people around the world are, are pushing this forward and it's outside those extremities because the ask is so much more important to their lives and that's what's quite cool, those stories. And, and what's happening there. And that's a, that's an powerful, impactful thing if that can continue. Obviously, there's dangers and everything, but I think it's a pretty cool unlock. Awesome. All right. Well, that's where we should go next week. It's kind of starting to think through those interfaces and how we can actually make it all work. All right. Sounds good, Joe. All right. And in the meantime, go Swannies. Never thought I'd say that out loud. But anyway, <laughs> that's where I find yeah. myself. <laughs> You're a good you're a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week, man. Bye. Thank you for listening to BAU Business as Unusual. 
subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.